Daily Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's Double Dungeon. It is Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. Hi. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. How are you? I'm terrible because I just realized I forgot what? for like the fifth day in a row. I keep forgetting to do the phrase of the day. So there's no phrase of the day again. Oh, no. I blew it. I, Wait, but is this a is, full show again or? Mm, no, I actually forgot it. Uh, okay. Here, wait, I'm moving something around. I'll have a phrase of the day in one second. <laughs> phrase of the day. Unknown comic. What? Why? Phrase of the day. The unknown comic. Because today, Bill de Blasio said that all New Yorkers are um, not required, but suggested that we all wear masks when leaving our houses. Yeah. Um, he said, do not wear a medical mask because we need those for the hospitals. He said, "Use you can use a scarf. You can use a non-medical mask like your little... This what is this thing called? Cloth mask thing. Rico Rilakuma. Yeah, the whatever little cough mask, whatever that is. Thanks, um, Dave. I am gonna be using the the unknown comics mask, which is from the Gong Show, which is like twenty years before you were born. <laughs> he it, there was this guy named the Unknown Comic and he would come up and on and tell really bad jokes and he had a uh paper bag with two eye holes cut out over his no, head. No, don't do that. So that's that. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Adi? Uh, yeah. We're all going to die. I have our grocery store update for today. Oh, yeah. We went to Met Food after getting you a coffee at Variety Coffee, which yeah. was open and... They were looking at an old dog that was like wandering around that I thought was theirs, but it was not theirs. It wasn't. Random I don't know. Dog. It, dis- it disappeared. Yeah. Whose dog was that? We tried looking for it. I don't know. He wasn't wearing a mask either. Um, Met food was fine. It was very fully stocked. Um, the eggs were $4 for a dozen, which is nuts. And that was for the cheap eggs. I don't know what's up with that, but that's how not dare how much, they? That's not how much eggs are supposed to be. And I know it. I'm not it's getting those eggs. So I'm going to have to go somewhere tomorrow and get some eggs because... We've been using a lot of eggs because yeah. I, I made some pickled eggs. They're good. Those are really good. Yeah, they came out really good. It's um, true. I need eggs for, I did the egg wash on something that I'm going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. You just need eggs. So yeah. I'll go tomorrow. Um, we have a um, a couple, we have actually three three other reports for the grocery store. Wow. Update. So here is an update from Costco in Mexico. Hey, Double Dungeon, it's Abraham. Um, I'm calling with a shopping update. I went to Sam's Club today again, uh, and people, everybody had masks on, and they were spraying off the handles of the the, the handlebar of the the carts, which was great. Except for that, nobody knows how to practice social distancing in Mexico. It's like everybody gets up your butt no matter where you go in the store. Um, so it's kind of useless. And, and then that's the other thing is that everybody had masks on, but they didn't have their noses covered. So, oh, no. so pretty much useless. I've seen a lot of and, that. And, uh, oof, I just started. That's stinky. Uh, 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 anyways, um, uh, oh, 
so anyways, yeah, that was pretty stupid. Everybody had their mask on. Wasn't covering their eyes. Um, pretty much everything was there. We have lots of toilet paper because we're not idiots in Mexico, apparently. And um, But the pasta packs were out. The mixed pasta packs were out. So I was like, dang, that sucked. But then they had individual pasta this time, which they don't usually have. So I just got all the pasta that I actually like anyway. That was good. And then um, on my way back, I had to stop and pay the Internet uh, bill. And I paid the Internet at the pharmacy because that's the way things work. And I locked my keys in the car. This is just a little tip for everybody. If you have the types of locks where the, the lock, you can it goes up and down, like a little pin thing that you can pull up and down, you can open your car if you ever lock a key in your car or open somebody else's car with your shoelace. What you do is you make a slip knot, and then you slide it through the corner of the window frame and slide it down, and then you jiggle it back and forth until you've got the knot right over uh, right over the, the little lock pin, and then you tighten it on the pin and you pull up and then you have your keys, or you have access to somebody else's car. All right, that's it for today. Have a good one. Bye. That took a turn. That's some excellent advice there. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Fun. Fun to do bad things. <laughs> um, or open your own car. If you want to open your own car. who Whatever. I, I think that's an excellent uh, point, though. That's a double dungeon hot tip right wow. there for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we have our first of two Greenpoint updates. Uh, nice. From Andrea. Hi, Double Dungeon. This is Andrea in North Greenpoint. Um, so, grocery store report. We just came back from Lincoln Market, and it's uh, we went at 10 p.m. I think it's oh, it's 10:47 now. So we must have went way after 10 p.m. And they have everything. We got a 12 pack of toilet paper. I got like a box of the the of either like actual turmeric, not like the powder turmeric. They had broccoli. They had everything except for Brussels sprouts. Oh, and also the cashew yogurt. They didn't have the cashew yogurt I like. Um, but that is okay. Uh, that's it. Talk to you soon. Bye. She's doing some stocking up for the apocalypse on raw turmeric. So that's it's supposed to be good for you, right? It is. Yeah. It's supposed to be an anti anti cancer agent, so mm-hmm. that's good. Good job. I'll, I'm going to come steal your tumor if the apocalypse happens. No, no. Oh, here's Dahlia. Hey guys, it's Dolls. I'm uh, doing a little bit of a walkabout, so this I guess counts as a Greenpoint update, maybe a supermarket update as well, depending on how you look at it. Um, noticing a lot of the guys who are out kind of like trolling for chicks. That's what it looks like. Some guy tried to say hello to me outside of In-N-Out Chicken. As I walked by, he was wearing a face mask. Um, I'm also noticing, which I had not noticed before in the past week or so, there are people packing up their cars. So, you know, Raphael, you're onto something as far as anyone who's uh, trying to escape New York. And uh, thirdly, maybe most importantly, there is currently at this moment exactly three o'clock as the tower on Driggs Ave, that church over there in Diamond, just told three o'clock, there is a line coming out of Met Supermarket. Just want to let everybody know. What? No, thank you. Going back home. See you guys later. <laughs> that was the line we were talking about yesterday. I think this voicemail was from last night and I missed it. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when we went to Met today, there was no line. And yeah. it, it was kind of, it was busy enough in there that I expected there would have been. So 
I don't know what it's very spotty on what they're doing here. Who knows? Anyway, Who's that's our say? grocery. That's enough grocery store updates for today. Um, there is an article in the New York Times, I believe, that is about the restaurant apocalypse they're talking about. They're estimating that one in five restaurants is not going to survive this downturn. Um, yep. And three yep. percent have already closed. So yeah, that, yeah. That's, uh, they were estimating that's two hundred thousand workers minimum that are going to be losing their jobs permanently based on how many restaurants are completely sh- going to shutter. Yeah. Um, one thing I that I wanted that. to talk about is that. <clears throat> so my dad used to always tell this story. I think I've told it here before, but during the depression in Nebraska, my grandpa, I think this is all right. Um, was telling a story about how there used to be this guy that would stand out front of the diner or the restaurant. It was a fine dining place. And he would stand outside and pick his teeth all day with a toothpick, even though he hadn't eaten there. He was just trying to look fancy, like he had eaten at the fancy restaurant. And Papa always would tell that story, and he would finish it with, but the thing that I took from the story, I'm being Papa here, the thing that I took from the story is that the restaurant was open, and it was a Great Depression. So who was going to the restaurant, number one, and the restaurant was open, so they obviously were making a profit. Yeah. So that's when we were kids, he always encouraged us to go into the restaurant business uh, because he said it was recession-proof. Well, who's laughing now, Papa? They're all closing. Just 3%. Well, twenty. They, they're estimating 20% will not make it after this. Oh, I, I did not hear you properly. <laughs> they're, they're estimating that one in five are going to be closed. 3% have already closed. I, I One see. in five is not going to survive. And we already, yeah. like, Cherry Point is going to be closing for yeah. good. Um, well, at this point, they're already closed for good. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that's been closed for good that we can name off the top of um, our heads? I I would just be assuming. That's the only one yeah. I heard that's just like, yeah, they're definitely not well, coming that's, back. Well, that's 3% of all the restaurants that I can name. So Okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, it's no good. Yeah, it's no good. Um, it's hard times. Oh, it is hard times. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to play it. You said I played too many of the other shows. I know, but I really clips. like that one. Okay, <laughs> fine. Okay, fine. We're going to play it just once, and this is just for Adi, yes. so everybody has to hear it. This is So wait, all the restaurants are closing. It's hard times. It's hard times. All right, next segment. Okay, uh, thank you. Hosp- local <laughs> hospitals here in New York are complaining because the you know how the, Trump's been making a big deal about the, how the, the comfort and the mercy were going to be into port. Yeah. And one is in New York. The the mercy is in L.A. The comfort is here, I believe. That mm-hmm. is correct. And they're identical. Um, I have two stories about these ships. Okay. First of all, New York is complaining because they're saying that the ship has only taken on three total patients the entire time it's been here. Um the eligibility requirements, there are 49 conditions that you cannot have and be treated on the, the, the ship. And in order to get onto the ship, you have to go to a local hospital and get tested and prove coronavirus negative before they allow you on the ship because they don't want it to be a treatment center yeah. for corona. What it's supposed to do is take the, um, the, the people who are not this coronavirus and care for them. Right. But the problem is that like I said, they've only got three patients. It's apparently very difficult to get a patient transferred to these ships. And they're saying that they should take on more, loosen this up a little bit and take more patients. So if you test negative. Yes. That, what else do you need to 
transferred what's I guess they're just having a, there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of uh, it's it's very difficult to get people transferred wow, over there. That's not good. So and they they can hold up to a thousand people, but like I said, they've only taken three so far. So huh. not good. Um, we have another story that I'm going to move up about. So that's the comfort. Yeah. I'm moving a story around, and we're going to talk about the mercy. Daily double. <laughs> so the mercy's in L.A. Never heard of it. Now it, I know. And it just had. A guy who was a train driver derail a train trying to hit it with the train car. Did you? You didn't hear about this? You look shocked. But I feel like you're not describing reality to me. This guy. This is a movie. A guy accelerated his train off the end of its track and tried to hit the Mercy. Why? Because he said that we're all being lied to. And that th- that was his only, me- uh, he was, it, the only way that he could bring attention to the fact that we're all being lied to about this mercy. What's the, what's the lie? There's, there's a lot of theories that are dumb that involve the mercy being an escape ship for the global elite that Trump is, tra- it's stupid. Okay, you don't that even know dumb. about it. Yeah, yeah, it's dumb. But uh, he said that we're all being lied to. And so he accelerated the train and it went really far. It like, what? it went through like two parking lots before it finally stopped. And uh, so he's being charged with train derailment, which is a, a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> and it's also a felony. So he's like in major As it trouble. Be. Yeah. And so the Why FBI, it, yeah, it the FBI is investigating, and they are saying that he is part of an extremist online group. And they said that he is was part. They put it all the way down in the bottom of the article. He was part of a user group on Facebook that is expresses interest in train uh, accidents and so that's his extremists that's and that's like, not a thing he's a he's that's... an engineer i could see why he would be part of like a yeah train derail or anyone like interested in transit history yeah you know yeah uh, so i thought that was ton, silly. tons of but people like the titanic and you don't you don't see them being accused part of, of anything a massive ship sinking right? conspiracy yeah, yeah i got nothing to do with anything group Anyway, so this is all real. It's very real, and this guy's in trouble. And uh, he, I mean, if he wanted publicity, I guess he failed because you didn't know about it. But I was it's been, say, it's how been do the I news. not know about that? We're, we don't watch TV. I think it was on TV, probably. How about uh, internet? Yeah, <laughs> internet, not a <laughs> Step specific up your game, site. Internet. What about internet? <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's if you, both if ships you have, have been in the news in the past 24 if hours at some point you have more uh theories for why he may behave this way let, let, let I, us know. I can't wait to read more yeah okay this guy sounds <laughs> you know like somebody i'm interested in hearing more about what he believes even yeah. though i don't subscribe to it i went for a really long walk around the neighborhood today and um it wasn't even that long but i was out for, well, i was distancing. out for a while and i was licking everybody and it no. was um I noticed that there are number two. There were two things that I noticed. Number one, there are a ton of TVs being thrown away right now. There are TVs really? all over the place in, in garbage. Yeah, I think that people are probably trapped at home, and they realize that now is a perfect time to upgrade their TV, which would be why there are so many TVs being oh. thrown away. Um, I called home, or I I was talking to mama earlier and I was saying that I saw so many TVs out in the garbage and she was like, you guys can just throw them out in the garbage there. And I was like, well, not, I don't think so. I think people just ditched them out. Yeah. Out and about. Like there's one leaning up on a stop sign just a block away. Oh yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Um, so that's number one. And number two, I was walking around and I noticed that they're, so they're trying to get people to behave in their own best interests at the moment. 
And I noticed today while I was walking around that people are idiots when it comes to any kind of an emergency and they do stupid stuff. And so what I'm talking about is there, I can still, there's at least half a dozen windows in our neighborhood that still have the big tape X over them from the last hurricane. Uh, Do you remember when the last hurricane was? That was like years ago, right? While ago. Yeah. And there's still people, number one, it's still up and it's been several years. Yeah. Number two, that doesn't do anything. Yeah, then, I don't know where they get. Where do people get this idea that tape I, is going to stop I've never the hurricane known. from coming in your house or I've what? I've never understood that. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so that's our neighborhood, and that's the kind of people we. That's like I was saying when I was working at the bar. They have to close the bars down because people are too stupid. This is for their own good. They're not going to protect themselves or anyone else. People are just dumb. Yeah. So. Um, last story for the uh, intro segment here. I've been seeing a few newscasters broadcasting from home. Chris Cuomo is broadcasting from home. Uh, what's her name? Kelly? Ripa? Kelly Ripa, yeah. And who's her co-host? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, those two are broadcasting from home. And they're broadcasting from home from like, their setup is their webcam and then the microphone that's built into their laptop. <laughs> I I watch Twitch streamers all the time and they have fa- their setups are like fantastic compared to that. They're you used think, to working from their home when they're on Twitch. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying is that this, this is a, a major production for an actual TV channel. <laughs> and it doesn't take that much to upgrade your thing to a, a very acceptable is level. It? All you need is you switch. Don't use your webcam. You okay. use a 4K camera that acts as your webcam. Okay. That's number one. And number two, don't use the built-in microphone. You just get a regular microphone and get the setup. It's not that it doesn't take that much money or effort. Less relatable? I don't know. Yeah, I this is what I think is that they are trying to normalize and make it more acceptable the crappy quality of all that kind of get people used to it and accepting that that is just okay. what we have to do. And I think that in some ways it's the it's equivalent to um the people who go out in the field in like Iraq or whatever and are like diving around but then you see from far enough behind them that there there's no reason for them to do that or like if there's a flood they go find the deepest part of the flood and they stand in it while their cameraman is sitting on a curb very nearby you know what i'm talking yeah. about i think that's what they're doing is that they're they're playing up the crappy nature of it in order to make people empathize with it because there's no other i re- can see that there's no logical reason there's there's like i said there's a, a one twitch streamer in particular whose channel like it's it's incredible how clear and, and good it looks, the, the image quality. And his audio quality is very good as well. And he's got, you know, at any point in time, at the most I've ever seen him is like 60 viewers. Yeah. Whereas this is allegedly... National television. National television, yeah. Just dumb. With an internet stream, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually wrote that guy on uh, Twitter and I said, these guys need to call that Twitch streamer. And ask him for his, I said, why, why can he, this guy do such good quality and yeah. they're doing such bad quality. And he wrote back and he said, well, it's cause I actually care about my viewers. <laughs> so oh. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some politics. Uh, last week's jobless. First time jobless claims came out. 
and it was 6.6 million people getting on, which technically, I think I was in the 3 million, or was I in the 6.6? I was in one of the two. I just want to count my one little claim as part of something. Um, It doesn't count everyone who couldn't get through the web system. This is is true, and it's going to keep being a large number because so many states are having issues with it. Um, 6.6 million is twice as large as the 3.3 that it was the week before, which was the largest. And 6.6 million is 10 times the largest was before last week's number. 10 times more than we've ever had before. So very interesting. And it's very uh, sad to think about the fact that all of these people, so it's over 10 million just in the past two weeks have lost their job. Yeah. And think of how many people have their health insurance tied to their work, which they no longer have now. Yeah. It's it's just a dumb setup. It's, it's, it's a very stupid setup. It's, it's awful, yeah. Um, so there's an obvious solution to that, which is pushing for Medicare for all in a time when it's very obvious that we have major health care issues in this country. And uh, you would think that would make sense to people in the media, but it does not. There have been a, I've seen a lot of people uh, accusing Bernie Sanders of trying to politicize the pandemic in an effort to push for Medicare for all. And I think they're they're looking at it backwards. He's pushing for Medicare for all because the pandemic is evidence that we need to have everyone taken care of in their health care yeah. because this is so a prime example. This is a prime example of um, just because you have good health care doesn't mean that you're not going to get sick from somebody who do- doesn't have that yeah, basic yeah. level of health care. So that's important. I just I've seen so I've, I've seen several interviews now where people ask him straight faced why he's politicizing this pandemic to push for his agenda. And I think they just have it backwards. It's pretty dumb. Uh, Ron DeSantis, the uh, governor of Florida, is finally starting to crack down. It's been yeah. he's lagging way behind every other state. Um or most of the states, I should say. Um, he is leaving open golfing and churches because he's saying that they're going to be considered essential businesses. And it's yeah, funny. People are gonna... okay. yeah. It's funny to me because I was just saying, what was that, last week that I was couldn't figure out why golfing was one oh, you of the were banned activities. That. Yeah. yeah. Having been yeah. a caddy in my life, I can tell you, golfing, it, when, if you actually thought it through and did it correctly, you could, there'd be no issue with golfing. Um Especially like even a driving range, as long as you just put one driving range space between each person who's golfing, it's mm-hmm. not you're more than six feet apart. Okay. Um, so golfing, I can see why it would be allowable, but again, going back to the having worked in the bar when this was all starting, and sick people coming and being idiots, yeah. I can see also why it should be banned. Right, right, right. Uh, churches, on the other hand, should just be banned outright because that doesn't make any sense. You're no, in a, everyone's next to each other. Yeah, you're in a tight even if you i mean i guess you could space it but they're not going as evidenced by that one church that got shut down because they were still holding service in carolina or wherever that was uh they were not being safe about it yeah so daily double um the dnc convention officially is getting moved from july to august it's going to be one week before or after I, i actually don't remember if it's before or after the republican convention um, I think they should just cancel the whole DNC convention and they should just anoint Cuomo as the president. You don't actually think that. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Daily Double. 
Uh, <laughs> and then that's it. That's it's it. Daily <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, Vice today released a story that they had obtained leaked documents from the Amazon meeting. We talked about it the other day that a um, in Staten Island, there was a walkout at the Amazon warehouse. Mm-hmm. And they had fired the person who was organizing the walkout, saying that he had been uh, asked to, he had been put on, because he uh, was talking to somebody that had coronavirus, they had put him on leave or something and he was still coming. They also said that um, they were not following social distancing orders. Well, Vice obtained leaked documents that was the Amazon executives in charge of that facility. And what they were saying is that they wanted to make an example out of this guy. They wanted to make this person the face of organizing. They had that in writing? I, it was a, I believe it was a call. And um, that see. they were uh, going to smear him as much as they could and make this whole movement look bad by making this person look bad. And uh, they were even talking about how they could manipulate the charges that they were bringing against him into making them sound stupid, the, the person. Um, the executive that brought up all these points uh later apologized saying that he was under intense pressure because he's looking out for his employees during this very trying time okay. <laughs> um yeah pretty dumb We got some non-grocery store related calls today. Okay. Uh, cool. if, if people want to call in, uh, they can give us a call at V I L E. So first up, we have Ophelia, who is calling to snitch on the neighbors. Hello, this is Ophelia. Neighbors from across the alley, they leave on their lights all night, all day, and. When we look outside, we see them on, and when I look outside the next morning, I can still see them, and that's not good. But they hold up a sign that says, please don't leave your trash out. Uh, they leave on their lights because that they think it's good, and the backyard was nice for a little while, but then um, their garden got trashed up goodbye so so i had to write izzy to ask what ophelia was talking about and izzy started <laughs> off by saying that she thinks that ophelia was day drinking uh, which makes sense based on the call but apparently there are some neighbors it's an airbnb and they have like light strings big the big okay. bulbs and they leave those on 24 hours a day seven days a week which is wasteful, but yeah, um, they should put them on a light timer thing. Um, sure. And they also have a sign up in the alley that says, uh, take care of your trash. Don't leave trash here. It's probably but for the... They also leave... Yeah. Oh, actually, that makes it's sense. For it's Airbnb for the Airbnb people. people. Yeah. But apparently they leave it messy. Um, and they also will yell at other people for leave, oh. if, they're leave, if they leave their alleyway messy at all. So good job, Ophi. Way to snitch on everybody. How? Yeah. Um, <laughs> neighborhood quality life issues um uh here's izzy who is ofi's mama uh she has a story about our papa so hi this is izzy i was just catching up on the double dungeon full length episode 
And um, it made me think of a couple stories at Papa, but I'll I'll just share one and then I'll save the other one so you can have some content for another day. Content, but, content. Um, anyway, so so the first story I'll tell you about about Papa is um, at some point he had to go to South High, so that you know was quite a distance from our house, and and he always whenever he would go out and go on. Uh, an errand, he'd always take at least one of us kids along. And so that day I was the kid who had to go along. And it was really early in the morning. You know, it, seemed, it must have been about like 7 a.m. that we had to leave. And I was still in my pajamas, which was, which I was in about like fifth grade, kind of like, you know, puberty, chubby, and outgrowing my clothes. So it was just like pink and gray wetsuit that I really didn't feel very comfortable in and it was you know definitely getting a little small but I still was wearing it so so anyway we go uh, we're going towards south so we must have been going up York or University and we're in that old station wagon and all of a sudden we hear one of the hubcats go flying off and Papa of course is like what a thing so he turns around the block and goes back and then he tells me that, you know, all right. So he drops me off and he says, told me to go look for this hubcat and that he'll keep driving around the block because there was no <laughs> place to park or stop. And he'll drive back around the block and, you know, and pick me up. So, so I go and I'm in, like, looking for the hubcat and I'm feeling awkward because I'm in this tight sweatsuit and, and I, I see the hubcap, and it's over in these bushes by these people's house. So I go over there, and I'm, like, looking in their bushes, and the, the, the owner of the house opens his door and comes out and is like, can I help you? And I just grabbed the hubcap, and I was like, no, and I ran away. And, and then, of course, Papa quickly thereafter pulled up, and, you know, I opened the door and jumped inside with the hubcap and left a very confused house owner behind. So that's my part one of a Papa story, and the second is another where he took me on a an errand. So I'll call you back another day. Bye. I that's love that. Good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a story about Mama. Uh, she called in to give me some advice on how to steal a house. Fun. Fun to do bad things. It's terrible. Hi, Rafael and Adi. Um, I have a comment about. Joe Exotic and his zoo, which was stolen from him. And your comment was that you'd like to steal a house. But did you know that that's actually legally possible, at least here in Colorado? Um, because I, I just talked with a family friend of ours, and he told me that he nearly lost his house. He had failed to pay back taxes for three years, and someone had paid those taxes. And he didn't know who it was. He just knew someone was paying the taxes. I don't know whether he thought it was the good fairy or what. But anyway, um, then he got a notice that he had, um, I think it was 30 or 60 days to pay the entire amount of his taxes, which were due the three years taxes, which was $26,000. Um, so he could either pay his three years of taxes within that time frame, or his house 
the title to his house was going to be given to this anonymous person who had paid his taxes for three years. So I'm assuming if he if he came up with the money, then that money would be refunded to whoever this awful investor was. But but he didn't even know who it was or that he didn't really pay attention to the paperwork, so he didn't know what was going on. But in the end, he didn't lose his house because a very good Samaritan paid his taxes for him, and so he kept his house. But that's an awful story. And, um, but it, it happens. All right. Bye. Wow. All right. So we got to pay the taxes on no, Mama's house. Not, not, and then we get the whole house. <laughs> no, we're not doing we're that. We're doing it. No. All no. right. Uh, here's Dahlia called in again. Uh, I don't remember what this one's about. Hey, guys. It's Dolls. I chose not to have contactless delivery last night. <laughs> I saw the toggle already touched for contactless, and I actively turned it off so I would have someone ring my doorbell and give me my food. Then I tipped extra just because people are out there during this whole thing. Long story short, I get a phone call. I go and see my bag is out on the porch, if you will. That's soup where we were hanging out the other day. And they just left it there. Guys are already halfway down the block by the time I saw it. That's all I have to say about that. So, anyway, I'm glad I tipped, but still, he was he was gone. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. She would talk to us later because she called back. Hey guys, it's Dolls. I am calling because I just realized I have an update from another borough, um, other than Manhattan and Brooklyn, where I've been in the past few weeks. Uh, my poor friend Ingrid. <laughs> has given me a little bit of an update from good old Boogie Down Bronx up near the Grand Concourse. She said as of yesterday afternoon, there were dudes just hanging out on the corner breakdancing. So um, <laughs> that tells you just a little bit. I don't say much more than that. Um, group of guys breakdancing, living their best lives during the coronavirus. So take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so for most people this quarantine their required viewing is joe tiger what is it called tiger king tiger king joe exotic what's his name joe exotic joe, yes that joe, thing that joe Maldonado. that's most passage. people's that's most people's required viewing however uh your current required viewing mm -hmm. is the other show love is fine and it's yeah. Something special. It's, a, it's appropriately like worthless, could, but now I just have to keep watching it. I watched maybe. Just got, I just got to do it. Maybe twenty minutes of it yesterday with you. Yeah. And I have to tell you that was the the sets <laughs> for that show is some of the lowest budget sets I've seen on any show. It's a first season. How many seasons are there? No, I mean like. Well, oh, I, okay. I, I was imagine, gonna. I was worried for a second. I mean, I imagine I'll get another season. But I mean, it's the first season, so like, of course, they're not going to budget much. Do you think Love is Blind after watching as much as you have? Um, no. Oh. And it's not working out for most of these people, right? Um, not most of them. No. no. But I'm not One at the end of the series. One of them, I, you had been watching for like five minutes and they were already saying they were going to get married. One couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And they're great. the ones that looked like they were going to work out, right? Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I've seen. Seems yeah. like they should have spaced that out a little more. No. <laughs> <laughs> I found a book in the trash. Which one? There's. Wait. First of all. Okay. So half of the garbage that I'm seeing out right now is TV sets. And yeah. the other half is books. People are just tossing out a ton of books right now. People are probably like, these books, God, who reads books anymore? And Aww. they're just tossing them out. Aww. I found a book, though. It's a weird-looking sci-fi book that has a very interesting cover with a tiger on it. Uh, and it's called The Demolished Man by Alfred Bester. You brought it home? Yeah. Oh, there I totally missed it. Yeah. The book is like completely falling apart because it's so old. The wow. paper is just coming apart. But I, I do want to read it. Somebody's name is at... It uses an at sign in the name. I can't remember what the name is. Like a username? It's like, here, give me one second. I'm going to grab it. Talk okay. Describe what I'm doing. Um, yeah, he's going over. And, well, you only have a studio, so it's the only room we have to get the book. It's coming back. Quickly. It's not falling apart quite as much as I thought it's, it's based on his apart, description. Though. At, at, at. It's, it's pretty good shape. Atkins. So somebody's name is Atkins, but you can see it's at. Kins. Oh, at sign K I N S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so not that's a real name. Future. It's a future. Oh, future. Oh, right, right, right. Future. You future name. There's... Oh no, it's not a tiger. Like I'm, you can I'm name lied. your child. What is that? That's a leopard. Sign Kins. That's a leopard, right? We got a leopard and cheetah. I don't know. It looks yeah, like a leopard. It looks good. Over five hundred. Like Soon to be a major motion picture. What book is what? this? I wonder if it's demo. You think it's Demolition Man? What's the name of it? The Demolished Man. Let's look up. I'm, I'm looking up quickly. <laughs> Let's see what, what... I don't know. Could be anything. I wonder if it is Demolition Man. It's about a guy who... Um, there's like... They can see into the future, I guess. I've never seen that movie. I've um, never read this book. 1953. Uh, adaptations. Neither nor. None of the above. It, there's no... Oh, wait. Since reading the novel, Brian De Palma has considered adapting it for film, but lack of financing has long kept the film unproduced. So wait, why did they put that on there? It's been. When did this I'm book sure, come out? I'm sure they got close. Um, anyway, they, there's a, they almost did it. It says that there is um, TV series Babylon Five has a very similar storyline called Alfred Bester, who is the that's the oh, author's name. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna try reading it. Um, book club, double dungeon I, book yeah, club. There you go, double dungeon book club. Go find yourself that's, a um, copy in the garbage. I'm more excited about that. Like my friend wants me to join her uh, spring book club. What, what book she did, did I read? I did not pick this book, but the one that went out was the Michelle Twilight. Obama book. No, <laughs> Michelle. Oh, yeah, and I really that's don't, just as bad. I really don't want to read it. I really don't want to. But maybe start I your will. own book club. Join yeah. Miguel's book club. He's reading Dune. I love that book. Yeah, so read that again. Oh, I love Dune. Yeah, and then All take right. a picture of you playing a ukulele, drinking a Modelo. Daily <laughs> <laughs> <Nobody laughs> double. Does anyone know? Did people? Oh, did we, we didn't talked about it. it on okay, the show. All right, all right, all right. Um, I, one last thing before we go, we got to talk about the food. Uh, today, I pulled, I made some pizza dough yesterday, and I made some those little devils, like I said. But yeah. I had, I had two quarts of dough left over. So today, I pulled out one of the quarts and I rolled it real flat, and then I filled it. I cooked up three long strips of bacon, and I roasted a red pepper, and I sautéed some onions. And so I filled it with all of that plus pepper jack cheese, and then I rolled it into a stromboli, which is like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like all the ingredients for a pizza, but you roll it, and then you bake it as a roll, um, and you cut three, uh, you cut some slices along the top to let steam escape, Yeah. and then you let it cool, and you cut it, 
and it came out very good. I thought it was delicious. It was good. Also, I've been doing um, an egg wash over the dough. I put too much sugar in the dough. I said that yesterday. You did. Egg wash over the dough because that keeps it softer. Um, and then I put, uh, I sprinkled from very high up uh, some kosher salt along the top. And I thought that was a very good flavor and a texture thing to do. Came so, out really well. Came out very well. And I'm glad that we gave away most of it because it was very rich. So. It was tasty. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope my I hope dad, dad tries it. I hope your dad enjoys it. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. All right. Are you going to get right back to watching uh, Love is Blind? Maybe. I'm definitely not going to watch with you. <laughs> I Maybe know. I'll read my book a little bit. I don't know. Flip book through club. it with my Double tiny Dungeon Book Club. Hand. Double Dungeon Book Club. Go look in the garbage. The Maybe you can get a copy. Bye.